0: my nice shirt everything is
1: nothing without within hola amigos it's been a minute since we've done a podcast on there? yeah well there but this, this is the audio oh because my microphone's really not that good so we're just gonna use this guy I forgot to do that so guys i'm here with eric abron infinite seeking on uh on what tic tac yeah just tic tac yeah, just tic tac just tic tac cool so we're just going to be chopping it up. I uh, Haven't posted a podcast in a hot minute, but then I just be hanging out with Eric and Eric just says some philosophical shit all the time. I'm like, yo, we just need to record this shit.
0: So that's, uh, you want to stand or sit? You know, I think standing is good for us, you but I mean, I, I think like if you really want to grab a chair at some point, you can, you know, yeah. better uh, circulation. Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. I haven't really you stood know, that like much today. You know, I've, I've, been, podcasts, I've been sitting a majority of the standing day. Podcasts, stand yeah. up to sitting. You know, like good for your posture, you know things flow better that way.
1: Stand up to sitting. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. So, uh, basically we have no idea what we want to title this video, so we're just going to find that out later within the video. Uh, but we're going to talk about uh, what life has been for both of us recently because it's been very fucking wild for for me. I know and uh, Eric just turned 22, so I know Eric's new to Miami and it's a pretty interesting, pretty interesting place, so I'm, I'm excited to hear Eric's deeper thoughts that he hasn't shared with me about what Miami is like, or what he's learned, and uh, just, just to dive, dive into the depths of each other's minds, and then put it on the internet, essentially yeah.
0: what a podcast is. I mean, I told you this, like I've been here for like a month, it's felt like vacation, I mean, I've had a complete environment switch from cold in New York City, warm in Miami, I'm now away from all my family, I'm away from a lot of my attachments, not just like physically being near family, but, you know, like the, the psychological, like hold that being around family can have and being in a familiar space, you know, when you're used to, you know, still walking around the streets that you walked around when you grew up, like that definitely, it can weigh you down. And, you know, when you're not, like when you're just so comfortable like that, be hard to push yourself to get out of your comfort zone it doesn't just come naturally when you're in an environment so, so like elaborate that. on the psychological hold well it's like you know you may not go to your parents even if you live in your hometown but the fact that they're there just knowing that even subconsciously that plays a role in like how you live your life like you know that you can just go see your parents and it's like a lot of people I I've heard different like entrepreneurs talk about this but it's like a lot of people don't like do what they want to do and they don't live their life because they end up you know staying with their family and then over time it just gets easier and easier to stay where you are once you you know don't make that yeah, decision to go like obviously yeah. like family's very valuable though and it's like it's also hard because it's like you never know when something could God forbid happen to you, you know your mom or your dad. But as difficult as it is, you can't not live your life because you know, maybe something might happen. Like that's what we talking fear, about. The fear, the fear. You know, so like, yeah, right like now. there there's always risk. There there's always a possibility that something might happen, you know, but it's like that's how we have to live our life. We have to live it in the uncertainty, in the unknown. So you've been here for not even a month, right? No, I've I've been here for a month. I got here at the end of January, about. But like I've been coming down and visit. I was here for New Year's, like. It's true. Yeah. You know, I've been visiting. I was back and forth for a little while, but now but it's like fully
1: on your own for a little over a month.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love it. I mean, like, dude, it's I I I can't express like
1: all all of the clients that I work one on one with. I'm just like, yo, the most important thing that you can do right now is prioritizing getting on your own. Like, just get the fuck on your own and put some pressure on yourself. Get away from that family. Because, like, when I was living in an apartment in Ohio, like, it was, like, close to my mom. You know, like, there, there was still pressure on me. It was, like, yeah, I had to pay rent. But, like, if, if I didn't eat, like, if I didn't have money for food, I could go home and eat. Yeah. You know, like, when you move out on your own, like, no one's, no one's really here to, like, feed you and shit. So, it was, like, as soon as I moved here, it was scary as fuck, you know? Because I didn't even come visit an apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, I visited Miami yeah. for, like, a weekend. And then I just kind of got a feel for what the city felt like, but I didn't visit any apartments. So I like I found one that list like had all the checkpoints, and I was like, okay, like I guess this will do the job. It's expensive. Um, it was actually wild because I went from making like three thousand dollars a month to like ten times that in one single month. And I'm not saying this to flex whatsoever. Please don't interpret it that way. <laughs> it's just like I. It was such. A, a fucking adjustment that I had to get used to and it was just like okay I I, I only did it one month before moving here so I was like can I can I I was like can I replicate this every single month type shit and I had no idea you know there was always that uncertainty and it was just like I fully bet on myself and I got here and like you you met Abe the other day somehow for the first time and uh awesome dude no he was on New Year's right no he wasn't there oh yeah shit he wasn't there um but I would talk to him I'm like yo bro like how, how am I what if I can't pay this shit what if I can't do this? And it was that fear mm-hmm. that taught me so much because it's like, in this moment, in this moment, both of you, me, everyone watching this is totally fine. But in the back of your head, you probably have some fear lingering there, which is fully normal. Um, but it was just like sitting with that feeling of uncomfort and knowing that you're doing it intentionally rather than yeah. just like, it's a, it's, you don't have to be fearless. Just don't let fear
0: stop yeah. you. And I feel like that's something to always keep conscious. No, that's definitely true. And it's also like we that we tend to think about the future in terms of the past and so it's like it's hard when you tell people to like oh like you have to consciously like create your life now you know because it's like all those stocks keep recycling themselves because it's like repetition and you know it's the, it's the familiar past it's it's the known fast past and that also gives you like a sense of safety and that's like that's literally one of our basic needs as human beings is safety So that's why we sit and we think about the past, because it's known, it's comfortable, that's where we somewhat um, get our identity from. You know, like if you ask them who they are, they're gonna tell you what they've done, who they've been, how people have known them. It's not like who you are in this moment. And so that's why people have a difficult time like grasping like you have to step into the uncomfortable, uncertain now, and it's almost like you have to implement new thoughts, new ideas, and strip yourself away from everything that you think you've been. And that's why like, for me at least, I feel like being self-aware and being an observer is like one of the greatest things you can do because then you can just let those thoughts come in. And that's like, you don't have to take ownership over all your thoughts. That's what your ego wants you to do. Like it wants to like build a house for you to live in, but you have to realize that like you're like, like a bird's eye view, like you're, you can watch that house. The house is always going to be there. but by no means argue that house. it's like people stay stuck in that house. They feel like they can't open the door and leave. And then just look at the house. And so it's like you get new furniture in the house, you know, a new thought, a new belief system, new people, and you attach yourself onto all of those things. But like the house is only so big, and you can only fit so much in it, and so you end up limiting yourself. But it's like if you're out in the open, you're just aware of everything that is happening, then you're not limited by any means. That's why I have a hard time when people ask me, like, what do you do? Like, who
1: are you? Like, like what, what... Like, People will be like, what do you do, bro? And I'm just like, fuck, man. It's just like, what do I do? You know, I do... It's like you just said, like, it's always... It's all past tense things, you know what I'm saying? Like, things I've done, you know? But in that moment, they're asking me, like... So, who are you? They want to see how much they can respect you. Exactly. So, it's like when people ask me that, I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like, right now, I'm just Alex. I'm here and I'm enjoying myself. Um, like, I have all these everyone has all these different alter egos where they can like flip a switch yeah. and like turn that on like the, the side of me that the internet sees is just an alter ego you know the side of me that you saw on the boat the other day it was just an alter ego you know well, say so like,
0: there's, there's only so much that you can present to the camera and like Exactly. Yeah. at all times we're deciding you know like we decide right now we're gonna film this like they didn't see all the other conversations and it's like they just snippets of life and that's what forms the image of Alex and everyone has a different Image for you to some degree because at different points they see you so they have a different uh, story for you. Isn't that the same crazy? thing in terms of how you view yourself? Isn't that crazy? Because like you and me like don't ex-
1: exist because there's a bajillion other versions of us out there. You know because every single person we meet has a different perception of you a, per- a perception of me. Even if it's like say like say like two girls that you and I hung out with they they talk about their perceptions of both of us. Yeah. We're still not the same you know because one's. Has it's just fucking wild because there's same with everything though like the, it's just like everything the only thing that makes sense is that nothing makes sense so that's why I think and why you shouldn't take it too seriously. That's exactly wine. what I was about to for say. Wine, yeah. It's exactly what I was about yeah. to say because like I used to get like criticized for drinking, you know, like people would be like, "Oh, you're all about self improvement, but you're drinking." And I'm like, "Bro, like nothing. I, I could die tomorrow." So I'm I'm basically. I've thought like this since like a kid because me and Eric have talked about this multiple times where it's like, yo, when did you think you started thinking this way? And him and I both agreed that it was just like, oh, kind of like our, our whole life that we, my, we've been mildly different. I know, I, I didn't know you as a kid, but like, yeah. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, when right. I was a kid, I would always ask my dad, I'm like, yo, why are you doing things that you don't like doing? Why are you doing things that don't make you happy? And he's like, because I have to. I'm like, no, you don't. And then whenever I would try to do something that I wanted to do, but wasn't right, Mm -hmm. I would get, like, in trouble for it. Yeah. And and he'd be like, you can't always do what you want. I'm like, but why?
0: Yeah. And it's like, then you would feel that guilt or, like, your self-esteem, like, you didn't do well in school or something. But it's like, I don't know, like, at least for me, I always, I always made time with myself, and I was, like, fortunate enough, I guess, to have somewhat of that freedom. I know everyone has different circumstances, but, like, it got to a point that, like, you slowly as your, I guess, like, consciousness develops, you know, because, like, as you're, like, 13, 14, 15, 16, as you start to get into your later teens, that's when you can really start to grasp the picture of things. Because, like, when you're younger, you live in this bubble, and, like, that's, like, all you know. And then it's, like, you get older, and, like, for me at least, like, I felt like high school was a bubble. And I was, like, yo, there's a whole, there's a whole life out there. But it's, like, if I keep walking on this path, and I just become part of the cycle, and, like, looking around, it it, it didn't seem like the people that were in that cycle were really happy. It seemed like they were just doing things because, right? you know, everyone right? before them had done the same things. And it's like, to some degree, that's easy because it's like, all right, well, if the path's that way. Keep walking. But it's like, you Like, know, you're walking down this path
1: and you're just taking punches from both sides. You're yeah. Like, Why am I on this path? Because then yeah. like, you can fully take your own path, but you take, like, one big punch at the beginning of making the decision to take your own path. But then, like, you don't really take too many. Like, obviously, you still have hurdles in your in your road, but, like the path of doing what everyone else wants you to do is literally just, like, a continuous beat down mentally for, like, probably, the, like, a majority of your life because you're always in the back of your head, no, it's not what you want to do. And until you start to do what you want to do from a place of, like, just trying to make your soul
0: happy, you're going to yeah. have that in the back. You're going to have that in the yeah. back of your head saying, like, yo, like, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. It's just like, and, and and it's like I somewhat feel for people because I feel like not that many people have a developed intuition, mm-hmm. and they haven't been able to to trust that. We like, should talk to, about this. We should like actually to, tell people how to yeah to, tune to, in. to like trust that inkling, like to trust that that gut feeling, and it's like I think there is somewhat of like a nature nurture part to it. Like I feel like some people may from a younger age, and and I don't know if this necessarily has to do with introverted, extroverted but like I always had time with myself, like that voice was always there, and I knew I could always trust it. That didn't mean that I wouldn't get upset if I did something that I felt was intuitive, you know, like, like spend more time, you know, playing basketball outside of school and doing things that I was passionate about, because I, I've always believed that if I continue to do things that are passionate, it would lead me to where I am now, and it has. But that, that would lead to, for example, not spending as much time on my schoolwork, and I'm told, hey, you gotta do well in school, so you can go to a good college, so that you can, you know, get a good job and, and, and have a good life and, and do all these things. But I knew that I couldn't fully put myself into it because my, my inner, like, deep down self just, just knew it was off. So would you say there's, like, a sacrifice needed? You call it a sacrifice or you could call it an investment. Ooh. You know? Ooh. It's because it's like, it's like, I didn't feel like I was giving things up. I felt like I was investing in being my authentic self. So how do you tap into that though? Like how do you how do you know when it's your intuition speaking? Because people ask me this all the time, and I'm just like, I don't know, bro. Like I just naturally kind of know. Yeah. You, know? you know? Yeah. I mean, like it's it's hard to like discern exactly like how you can know. It's not like you can do like a step one, step two, step three. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think to some degree you have to spend time with yourself because there's certain thoughts that you can trace back to certain people, like mm-hmm. where it is. Or does this believe something? And it's like, if you can trace it back to a specific thing, then it's probably not your intuition because one of the reasons why your intuition is so miraculous and just this like amazing thing is because it almost like comes out of thin air. And it's like... infinite. Exactly. You know, like you can trace back certain thoughts yeah, and beliefs so or decisions and a way to do that is by asking yourself where did this thought come from where did this belief
1: come from and then like you can tie it to a person and then yeah. tie it to another person and be like okay so I, this isn't me thinking that and I was talking about this today on tiktok that like 95% of our day is subconscious oh, yeah 95 yeah 95 I like to think I've gotten to like 91 you know some like I like to think because I'm just like I was also saying I'm a, like 95% of your day you spend thinking. So if you're thinking all the time, how can you make it productive? So I'm always trying to be mindful of what I'm allowing myself to spend my time thinking about. Because if you're spending your time thinking about girls or guys, whatever gender you are, whatever, what's the ROI on that time invested thinking about that thing? You know, so it's like super important to be mindful about what you're allowing yourself to entertain. Because like, if you don't, if you don't catch yourself tripping you're just going to fall down a slippery slope and then you'll waste 30
0: minutes and be like, wow, I just wasn't thinking there. Yeah. Well, to some degree, like we have these systems of thought. And it's like they help us. It's like because we can only use so much time thinking about what we're doing now. So it's like we have to have some, we feel like we have to have some things on autopilot because it's like that's how we live our life. You know, like you just wake up and you do certain things. It's like those are like the habits. But for most people, their habits are formed without them having a say it like they're not Mm. consciously doing
1: it kind of like you putting your pants on one leg at a time you know yeah (laughs) that's a habit that you didn't really have a choice
0: to do like someone told you that was how you do it and now you do it that way (laughs) and and then that habit becomes a part of your identity and some people feel a little bit helpless in their habits and then they'll just say like you know this is who I am you know I've always done things this way because it's like we are what we we repeat you know yeah and it's so it's so so important
1: not to identify yourself as like anything or with anything. Yeah. Because like I had a, I had a friend who recently called me and he was like, "Yo, I have this blank," and, you know, like mm-hmm. some sort of uh, mental disease. I don't know what to call it. And I was like, "Bro, I think it's super, super important that you don't like identify with that and you don't just say that you are someone with this and that you are you are that." You know, like say say you have anxiety. I think it's super important not to label yourself as like, "Yeah, I'm an anxious person," or "Yeah, I have anxiety." I would say, like, yeah, I experience anxiety in moments, but, I like, you are not that trait, and that trait is not you, regardless of what that depression, anxiety, whatever it is, like, you are not that, you don't have that, you experience it in moments. Um, because that's just, like, when, when you identify with something, it's changing your genetics, like, your biology. And if you want to read more about that, read the book, You Are the Placebo. It talks about the neuroscience and how thoughts change our epigenetics on, like like... There, there's been studies about people literally growing taller because they convince themselves that they are growing taller. Placebo, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm gonna try that. I think I'm gonna try that. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe you will
0: maybe I'll get taller. <laughs> I am getting taller. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, like it's like it's also when we like when we like if you if you're experiencing anxiety and you say like I I should or shouldn't be feeling that like that that should or shouldn't just creates like uncertainty. Yeah, but but also just like guilt and conflict. yeah. yeah. It's like because. You're you're saying that you shouldn't be feeling the way you are, but the way you're feeling is is the way you're feeling, and so you don't allow it to pass through you. And so you're creating friction and resistance within yourself. And you know, by labeling it good or bad, you don't see it for what it is. And you know that you've definitely gone through some like difficult times in life that have helped you like transform into who you are. Yeah. And it's like you can't extract a lesson from something, if you're just labeling it, turning away, and then walking away, but it's like, it's always there. You can't label it. It it
1: reminds me of when we were driving over the bridge deal with the other day. When I go, Eric, what do you think of that right there? And it it looks beautiful, you know? Like, I'm gonna put it in a box and I'll label it, just so you guys know.
0: And Eric just goes, it is. (laughs) And I was like, yo. It's it's hard hard to not label people. He goes, it it is. I'm like, nice. I mean, yo, like, the most beautiful things in life is, like, they... Inexplainable. They leave you speechless, you know? Inexplainable. So what do you think every young person...
1: If you could go back to, like, 17, what are you telling that person?
0: What am I telling that person? I'm telling them to... to quiet out the outside noise. Mm. Because it's, like, at that early age, if all the voices out side of yourself are louder than your own voice then that's when you get lost and it's like at that young age that's when we're so susceptible we're so vulnerable we're being you know conditioned we're adopting these belief systems and ideas and that that forms our perception of the world and then in turn that forms who we are it's like we don't see things as they are we see them as we are and at that young age we're forming that idea of of who we are. And it's, so it's like the sooner that you can come back to yourself, start to trust yourself, start to be aware, spend more time with yourself and, you know, not worry about the validation. It's like, it's hard because it's like, it's instinctive to want to be accepted. Everyone wants a sense of belonging, like a sense of community, you know, like you should be here. And it's, it's somewhat realizing that you can do that from the inside out rather than the outside in. So instead of like me belonging, being like, I wanna do everything else that other people are doing, it's you doing things that feel like you belong to yourself, like you belong within yourself. Cause it's like most people are friends out in the world but they're a stranger with themselves, And so it's like, I would rather be a stranger out in the world and like feel, com- feel comfortable in my own company. And then it's like from that, it's only natural that you're going to attract those people into your life that are, that are approaching life in, yeah. in, that, in that similar right, way. Sure. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, you, you, you're, you're the only thing that you can be certain of. Like, life happens through you. See, I experienced this through me. Anything that I think, it's like, reality is objective, and how we view it, like, that's how we interpret it. We interpret it based off of our internal structuring. And if, like, we're not building the structure within us, then other people are building it for us. And so, in turn, they're building our life for us. Damn.
1: So, I'm glad you touched on the validation thing. Because, like, when I was in high school, like, I I would often find myself at places and settings where I knew I shouldn't be there, but I did it because, like, I I didn't want to be alone, you know? I didn't want to be sitting at home bored while everyone had plans. So, like, I would just make, like any sort of plan I could have and I'd be hanging out being like damn like I know I shouldn't be here like I would I, I would gain more from being by myself but I would like, push
0: myself to do things um, because I didn't have yeah. that feeling yeah. with myself and like you know, don't even have to say should but it's like it's like you, you're not there because you want to be there you're there because you think other people want you to be there and that you'll be accepted if you are there mm-hmm. and it's like that's all we want at a younger age I mean like if you think about with our 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 parents like we're like look mom look I'm doing this look dad I'm doing this like we want it's like we want that love and acceptance and it's like in school and growing up we're never we're never taught how to you know be self-aware how to get love from ourselves. we're taught everything is outside of us (laughs) And it's like we have like to go out into the world yeah, exactly. and get all of these things so that we can feel like we're enough. And we're not taught that, so we spend our whole life searching for the things that can make us feel at peace with ourselves. And that's why we never do feel at peace with ourselves. Because it's a constant cycle of temporary, like, oh, this is okay, that fades away. And then we have to go find the next thing, get the next accomplishment. Have the next person compliment us, get in the next relationship, get the next car, the next this, the next that, all to find out that it's been here the entire time, that we've been sitting it's
1: on our own been peace. been here the whole time. Reminds me, uh, when, I, when I got back from Costa Rica, Eric was like, how was it? And I was like, bro, when I was there, <laughs> when I was right, right, there, right. I was fully fucking at peace, bro. It was just like, I was zen. And he goes, well, then you just got to find your inner Costa Rica. And I go, damn. Because that feeling like, yeah, Costa Rica brought it out of me, but I was the one feeling it. You know? that's yeah. what people need to realize is that those feelings
0: you're searching for they're all already there and thoughts can pull them out of you yeah it's the same thing with being a relationship and it's like that person showed you that you had those feelings and those type of experiences within you the love then, you're looking for you have exactly and it's like when you can, when you can learn that then you know, you'll never have to be dependent on someone else for that and then you come together and it's like, it's a complementary thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you find your inner Costa Rica and go to Costa Rica and it's Costa Rica on steroids. Yeah, because you already got the inner Costa you know, Rica. so it's like.
1: So think about your favorite vacation you've ever took and ask yourself, how can I pull out
0: the inner vacation out of me? Because it's already there. I just, yeah, just like, th- like, think about the feelings that you experienced like when you were there. Like what made it peaceful? Like, Maybe because, you know, Costa Rica, there's, there's less, you know, noise. traffic and noise, it was easier for you to find that silence. So that just means that, you know, being in Miami, it's going to be more difficult to find that silence, but if you really, that, if you really value that silence, then you will find it. You'll find it.
1: Fuck yeah.
0: All right, I think it's a good
1: point to leave off, because I don't like my podcast to be yeah, how, how long. Yeah, it's only 24 minutes. Perfect. Perfect. Four minutes. all right everybody well i'm looking at the camera right now and i really hope i was in the frame but if not the value's still there um i think we're gonna make some more podcasts now that eric lives in my fucking building in my fucking building so that's insanely convenient yeah i followed him here. Yeah. yeah he just kind of spawned here yeah, one day i was spawned. like who the fuck is this guy uh but i'm about to go eat some sushi throw this video on youtube um i hope you guys took something away from this video comment what you want to see I'm always down to
0: supply. Go follow fucking Eric. Yeah. Yeah, and also don't compare yourselves to us. Don't compare yourself to the people around you. No one's better than anyone. And everyone's pretending to be someone they're not, showing the highlighted version of themselves. We're just here here for a short period of time, you know, trying to spread love and light to the universe and love and, and light and love like, and light. With the awareness is here, you know, just enjoy the experience. Enjoy the people around you, you know, and enjoy yeah. the moment. Enjoy the moment, yeah.
1: Alright, guys, till next time, stay woke. Alright. And be easy. <laughs>